We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Good morning, Lifeline Church. I am so thankful for the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you, John, and thank you, team, for inviting me to participate in the service and to share the, the message I believe the Lord's put in my heart. And it, I, I'm very inspired because of the pattern I've seen developing in the last couple of weeks as the Lord's been speaking through John two weeks in a row about the power of light and that we are the light of the world. Lottie a couple of weeks ago about the, 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 the power of relationships, the significance of relationships. And then last week, this whole, this whole message from Neil about being free from the yoke of bondage, but taking on the yoke of the Lord, being under the, under the, under the direction and guidance of our Lord. We can agree, I'm sure, that it's dark. But I have good news. There is light at the end of the tunnel. In fact, I believe that's exactly what the Lord spoke to me several weeks ago as I was waiting on the Lord, looking for direction for the coming year, trying to get some understanding of what, what I should be doing to, to prepare for the coming year. As I was quiet before the Lord, I, that's the words I heard. There is light at the end of this tunnel. Now, I'm not pretending things are ever going to go back to normal. In fact, uh, uh, there's a lot of talk about the new normal, and certainly we as believers, as, as members of the body of Christ, need to be look, looking to the Lord and getting direction for that new normal. But I can assure you one thing, one thing will be needed, one thing will be necessary, the joy of God will be our strength. People are looking for joy. Jesus comes to give you joy to and through you. Now, if you think you've had a hard day, consider Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas are traveling in Asia Minor. They're part of the, going through this, this cycle of, of going from city to city, sharing the gospel, revisiting those cities, then planting churches where they've shared the gospel. And uh, as they're passing through Asia Minor, Paul has this marvelous vision, this visitation from an angel of God who invites him, who calls out to him, come, come to Macedonia. Uh, we could say this was a, a really critical moment in church history because Macedonia means that the gospel now moves from Asia into Europe. And of course, many of us, most of us have our roots in Europe and, and are the direct results, our, 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 our salvation, our knowledge of God is the direct result of Paul's obedience. Paul travels into, into Macedonia and then, and then to the city of Philippi, one of the major trading cities of that area. Good place for Paul to be. Paul's a tent maker. He makes his living by tent making, which by the way, of course, Puts him in the marketplace. He's, he's, he's there to, to meet and greet people and get to know people and build relationships. And in the process of doing so, he, he ministers the gospel. And a lady, a trader, uh, is converted. Her name is Lydia. First European we know of being born again, being, having, having her life changed by the power of Jesus Christ. She invites Paul, Silas, the company, to come stay in her house, takes care of them. And Paul continues his going back and forth, moving back and forth through the, through the uh, city uh, to the marketplace. As he's coming and going, a lady begins to mock him. We don't, don't, don't maybe not see it as mocking because she actually shouts out, these are servants of the Most High God. But in reality, if you, if you look at the actual Greek, you'll see that she was mocking them and she was a distraction to the gospel. And finally, Paul says, I've had enough of this. He turns to her and says, in the name of Jesus, cast out the demon that's been inspiring her. Now, this is a big deal because in, in actual fact, she was a, uh, a soothsayer. She was a, she was a prophetess, and, and she would tell fortunes, and she was a slave. Her masters were very upset by the fact that they now lost the, the source of living, the source of, of income, because she, with the demon gone, she could no longer tell 
uh, fortunes. And so they, they draw the crowd out to attack Paul. And Paul is brought before the magistrate. And, and Paul and Silas are then cast into prison. The direct result of their obedience, of their being faithful to God, of sharing the gospel, is they are in prison. And uh, you think it's been dark. <laughs> it's really dark now. In fact, at midnight, the Bible tells us, at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to praise and sing and, and give glory to God, such to the point that prisoners were listening to them. Now, I want to talk about this for a couple of moments. I want to suggest that, that uh, we need to know where our source of joy is. If your source of joy is things around you, for Paul and Silas, if, the, if their circumstances were the source of their joy, they were in trouble. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may, by the power of the Holy Spirit, abound in hope. <laughs> wow. There, there, there's a lot in that, boy, that verse. The, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by, by the power of the Holy Spirit you may, not just a little bit, abound in hope. Let me suggest it this way. God, by his very nature, is the God of hope. God is hope. He doesn't, he doesn't look to other sources for hope. He himself is hope. And that hope produces joy. When you have hope, when you know where you're going, when you know where you're coming from, you have joy. Let me take it a step further. The book of Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 lists the fruit of the Holy Spirit, different aspects of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Do you remember? The Bible says in 5.22, Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, and peace. So, in reality, you have joy already, whether you feel it or not, whether the circumstances around you are, 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 are producing joy, you have joy in already. I love this word. In fact, it, uh, it has a pretty deep meaning. It means a calm delight, a cheerfulness. It's, it's something that comes from deep inside. And if you have the Holy Spirit, just as sure as apple trees produce apples and peach trees produce peaches, the Holy Spirit in you, if you look to Him, if you draw from Him, will produce joy, peace. The Holy Spirit's there with you. Uh, John chapter 15 and verse 10 says, If you keep my commandments, John 15 and verse 10, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. You have it already. There's joy in you. It comes from the, that joy. Your source of that joy is the Holy Spirit who abides in you. Now, let me take that a step further and suggest that now you have a choice to make. Are you feeling stretched? Are you feeling like uh, you're being pulled too many directions all at the same time? James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And steadfastness will have its full effect, its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, let me go back to the first verse there. there here's the fruit. You'll, you'll be lacking nothing. You'll have joy. He says, count it all joy. <laughs> I guess I, I've read that verse so many times over the years, I never noticed that word count there. That's the very first word. Count it all joy. This count thing is almost like a mathematical word. It's the idea of an accounting. Count it all joy. It's making a choice. You choose joy. Now, you can choose to draw from your circumstances around you, 
but you also can choose to look to the Holy Spirit who is within you and receive His joy. Your joy comes from God. You choose that joy. We need to make a decision that we're not going to be a victim of our circumstances. It's dark, and, and uh, you may feel like you've lost hope. And, and, and if you've lost hope, count it all joy. Uh, I want to talk for a moment about the, the power of an echo chamber. This thing, this, this term has become uh, pretty popular in recent years, the last couple of years in particular, and, and thinking in particular about the power of, of uh, the internet and, and social media and, and the fact that we're being bombarded by all kinds of ideas and thoughts and fake news, real news. What is the fake news? And uh, I like to suggest that your brain likes affirmation and consistency. Your brain doesn't like ambiguity. And if you're feeding yourself with all kinds of different thoughts, negativity in particular, your, your brain isn't going to like that. Let me illustrate. <laughs> the power of an echo chamber. Uh, some of you have smoked cigarettes before. I remember that I tried one time. <laughs> and uh, let me ask you, the first time you tried smoking a cigarette, did you like it? Of course not. Why did you keep trying? Why did you go back to that cigarette? Well, because of the peer pressure, the power of an echo chamber. Those around you. Uh, our natural tendency is to, is to respond to our, the pressures that are around us, to become subject to them. Uh, that's why you need to identify your echo chamber. What is your echo chamber? What are the sources you're looking to? And uh, if it's the news, I mean, what is fake? What is real? Uh, the reality is, I've said it many times in the past, news is news because, well, it's the unusual. We, we are so used to it, looking to the news, that we begin to believe that's kind of the, the ordinary, that's, that's the normal. But normal doesn't sell. <laughs> the news is the news because it is news. And, and it tends to be either right wing or left wing. And by the way, the right wing is the right wing because there is a middle. And the left wing is the left wing because there is a middle. And usually truth is somewhere in that dynamic, dynamic tension between left and right. Where are, what are you feeding yourself with? What, what, what are the influences that are, that are, that are speaking to your, your joy, and to your heart? And, and, and my, I guess my question is, are, if you're not walking in joy, if the echo chamber that's around you right now is producing fear or anger or doubt or unbelief, you need to stop, turn that thing off, whatever it is, and turn back to the presence of God. Draw from the presence of God. Wait on the presence of God. Choose joy. Choose the presence, the, the, the power that comes through presence. At midnight, the Bible says, as, as Paul, were, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, the prisoners were listening to them. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 30 and verse 5, His anger is for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Let me encourage you, when you're, when you're praying, when you're, when you're looking to God, when you're, when you're trying to find direction, when you're, you're trying to find an answer to a situation, when there's no answer, don't choose rejection. Don't choose to pull away from God. At that, at that very moment of testing and trial, count it all joy. Draw near to the Lord. Rest in His presence. Take His yoke upon you, as Neil encouraged us last week, and find your true source of joy. So number one, our source of joy, you have joy already, whether you feel it or not, our source of joy is the Holy Spirit. Now, number two, let's choose that joy then. Let's make the right choice. Number three, my last thought is this. Joy multiplies when you give it away. 
I mean, I guess that's the way the universe was constructed. When you give, it multiplies. It comes back to you in the process. This, this is certainly true with many different things in the natural realm. It's certainly true in our emotions as well. When you give joy, joy will come back to you. Uh, notice again that, uh, that as, these, as these men of God worshiped God, praised and, and, and gave glory to God in a very dark place, the presence of God came into that place. In fact, in the form of an earthquake, the prison was shaken. The doors were flung open. I mean, that's kind of unusual. Usually when there's an earthquake, doors are locked tighter. They, they, they're, 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 they're bound up. But in this case, the doors swung open and the prisoners were free. And, and it's a direct result of that. The, the guard, the prison, the prison keeper, the, 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 the captain of the, of the prison, came to the Lord with his entire family. Later, when Paul was brought back to the magistrate, wondering what was going on, the magistrate apologizes to Paul and lets him go free. There is direct fruit. When you, when you wait upon the Lord, when you trust God, when you look to Him for joy, that, that's wonderful fruit. And I believe that God wants to give you the same kind of fruit in your life for the sake of others. Joy isn't just for you. Joy is for others. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you. His glory will be seen upon you. Did you get that? His glory will rise upon you. His glory will be seen upon you. By the way, that's not just an Old Testament concept. It's very much a New Testament concept as well. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, the Bible says, The same God who called light out of nothing is ready to call light out of you. The creator of all things will call light out of you. You have this treasure 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. You have this treasure in this earthen vessel that the light of the gospel will, will show forth, the surpassing power of God will show forth from you. You are the presence of God to the perishing. And in a dark hour, in a dark day, even a little light can make a big difference. I encourage you, be sensitive. Wait on the Holy Spirit. When you're, when you're full of joy, when you're looking to God for hope, you're not distracted by the discouragement, the, 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 the darkness around you, it's a lot easier to listen to the Holy Spirit. And, and as lockdown ends, as we get a little more freedom to move about, this is going to be a very, I believe, this is going to be a very ripe moment to share love, to share life, to share our hope. Where is it we find hope? Our hope comes from God. That hope produces joy. And, uh, and I'm seeing it happen already. Just a, a couple of weeks ago, I was in a, a home supply uh, uh, store. I was buying some things to do a repair in my house. And as I walked towards the till, got towards the cash register there, I, I just was trying to be sensitive, waiting on the Lord, looking around me at all times. And as I, as I walked up to the till, I noticed that the, the lady there, just she didn't look good. She, she, she obviously wasn't feeling well. And uh, that didn't take a word of knowledge. I was just, just being sensitive, just, just watching what's going on around me. And I asked her as I walked up, I said, are you okay? I, I, felt, a, I felt burden for her, concern for her. Are you all right? She said, no, no, I feel terrible. I, I've got some kind of allergies going on. And every time they open the door, whatever's outside, the dust, whatever comes in, and I, I start sneezing. Her eyes are watering. I, I, I looked at her as I was finishing paying. I looked right into her eyes and said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. I, I didn't make, get all spiritual about it. I didn't take out my Bible and start quoting verses. I, I said it very calmly. I didn't even raise my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm moving my hands now because I'm excited. <laughs> I looked right in the eyes and said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. I smiled. She, she, she was a bit perplexed and smiled as well. 
And I walked out. I don't know who will have the privilege of harvesting the seed I planted that day. But I know something happened when I spoke from the bottom of my heart, from the joy of the Lord that's in my heart, for her benefit, for God's glory. God gives you joy. So, to, so, so you can be sustained. So you can have hope. But it also gives you joy for others. And I encourage you to, to look to the Lord even today. Right, now, right this very moment, if you're feeling the lack of joy, to remember you have joy already. The presence of God in you, around you, his fruit is joy. It's your freedom, your ability to choose that joy and then look for opportunities to share this joy with others around us. Will you please allow me to pray for you right now? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that, that our confidence is in, in the reality that, that you are the God of hope and the hope that you give produces a joy that comes from deep within. Him. Give us your grace to choose that joy. Not to choose the fear and the anxiety, the, the, the despondency come, that comes from the world around us, but to choose your joy for our lives. And I pray, Lord, that, that even tomorrow, even this coming week, you'll give my brothers and sisters discernment, understanding. Let them observe what's going on around them as they're coming and going. Give them opportunities, opportunities to share that joy with others. I pray in Jesus' name, for your glory, amen. God bless you. Thank you for the opportunity to share with you this morning. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities, and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk, or Twitter at lifelineuk.